Welcome to Better Equipped, or welcome back. I'm Cody Balch, and I'm going to be your tour guide continuing through the book of Philippians. And today we we land in verse 15 of chapter 1. So Philippians chapter 1, verse 15. We're going to go all the way through 18 today. And uh, just those, those four verses there. And um, I really think there's a lot for us to glean. It's very... It's a very unique little set of verses, but I feel like it's incredibly pertinent if we really slow down and and process what Paul is, is saying, trying to say, and his heart behind, um, his heart posture behind it. So um, listen, I think most of scripture, you know, scripture is big and diverse, but I think a lot of it is just how do you slow down enough to really think, process, kind of pray through uh, what is it saying, what is its significance then and now, and and how can we apply that to our lives. So I really pray that today, for you, for me, that that God God's Spirit really works through His Word, the Spirit of truth speaks to us through His Word, we can really glean from what Paul is saying here. Remember, Paul in, in Philippians, he's writing from prison, most likely in Rome, back to a church he helped start in Philippi, okay? And he is in prison trying to encourage them and, and really just just pouring into them and, and letting them know how he's doing. They've been, the, the, the people of God in Philippi have been a really supportive uh, in prayers and love and financial support to Paul throughout his ministry and throughout his imprisonment. And so, um, they're very, very, very dear to him, and uh, he doesn't love them for their money, but um, he needs that to survive in prison. They don't give you three meals a day. You need people to care for you. So there's there's a few people who have been caring for him, and they've sent there with resources, and uh, he loves them deeply, but he wants them to continue to have what they need. And he just got done saying, listen, I'm in prison, and it's it, it's... It's literally serving to advance the gospel. This is this is for God's advantage that I'm in prison because everybody in the whole, you know, imperial guard knows that I'm in chains for the gospel. And this is encouraging believers as well because now they're going and and feeling more confident, more bold to share the gospel with people around them as well. Do you feel that confidence? How confident are you, and we talked about this in the last episode, but how confident are you to share the hope that you have in Jesus Christ, to, to extend the good news of Jesus to more people? Do you really believe that you have good news? Like, I feel like if you really believe it and think about it that way, you're more likely to extend it, to share it, to open your mouth and actually share the hope of the gospel, the hope of Jesus with other people. So uh, just think on that. Now, we, again, we, we start today in verse 15. So let's dive in. And <clears throat> I'm, I, today I'm actually just going to read uh, 15, 16, 17, and 18 together to start just to get our framework and we'll break it down verse by verse. Okay. All right, here we go. It is true that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry but others out of goodwill. The latter do so out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense 
of the gospel. The former preach Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing that they can stir up trouble for me while I am in chains. But what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice. All right, that's that's what we're going to look at today. All right, you ready? So <clears throat> again, Paul's in prison. And not only is, in, is he in prison for sharing the gospel, okay? But while he's in prison, there are other Christians, other people in the name of Jesus who have envy. Okay, so, all right, so what is envy here? It, verse 15, it is true that some preach Christ. Okay, that's good, right? They're preaching Christ out of envy and rivalry, okay? Envy, this jealousy and rivalry, this comp- this competitive competition-based kind of like, man, Paul has all the followers. I'm, we're jealous of Paul having all the followers. We've got to get more followers than Paul. We've got to be on the winning team. More people got to, you know, kind of get behind our leadership. I mean, it, Paul talks about this in 1 Corinthians. And, and, and I, we don't know, just to be clear, before I mention 1 Corinthians chapter 1, we don't know who Paul specifically is referring to. So I'm not saying that in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, some follow Apollos, some follow Cephas, Peter, the apostle Peter, some follow Paul, like those are three examples. Um, Nonetheless, there are people who often are like, I'm in the camp of this person and I'm in the camp of this person. And and Paul's like, what are you doing? Like, let's all be in the camp of Jesus. Okay. We as people are nothing. God might use us in specific ways, even in leadership ways, but it is not about us. Okay. It's not about me. It's not about somebody else. It's not about Billy Graham. It's not about Francis Chan. It's not about the apostle Paul. It's not about the apostle Peter in that's the point. Okay. And not all those people that I just mentioned are created equal in terms of their giftedness or leadership. But listen, we all are followers of Jesus. We are all saved by the grace of Jesus. That's what we need. But he says, listen, I'm here in prison. And not only am I here in prison for preaching the gospel, but while I'm in prison, I'm getting I'm getting torn down. I'm getting maligned by other people in the name of Jesus. How sad is that? Now, let's take a look at our current state here in America right now. Do you feel like between Christians, churches, again, that phrase doesn't even make sense biblically, like churches. I mean, there's churches, but like it's the people of God. There's one, one faith, one Lord, one body. Okay. There's one church according to God. It's those who are his followers. Okay, but man, I see a lot of envy and rivalry. Okay, he he goes on and he kind of defines what the the heart posture is behind this. Okay, he says, it's true that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. So envy and rivalry on one side and goodwill 
on the other side. Like, which one do you want to be on? Envy and rivalry, goodwill. Okay, but we gotta we gotta really think about it. Like, what is the heart posture of a lot of churches? A lot of it's like, who's on the winning team? Who has bigger attendance? Who has more staff? Who has bigger buildings and fancier buildings and amenities and more programming and blah blah blah? It's just like what? Like that has nothing to do with the heartbeat, the goodwill of the gospel. Okay, just doesn't it doesn't have a place. Keep reading though. Verse verse 16. The latter do so, okay, those out of goodwill do so out of love, knowing that I, Paul, am put here for the defense of the gospel. There are some who do so out of goodwill and out of love, and they know that Paul is put here for the defense of the gospel, and that's why he's being persecuted, and that's why he's in prison, and it's not because he's cursed, it's not because God doesn't love him, it's because God has put him there for that very reason. Okay, verse 17, the former, okay, those who are rivalry and, and, uh, and envy says the former preach Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely supposing that they can stir up trouble for me while I am in chains, kind of kicking him while he's down. Like, jeez, it's selfish ambition. It's. It's not sincerely. They're causing trouble. Like, wow, like this is, this is crazy. But I, I, I can think of a lot of stories of this being real. I, I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you one story. Okay. There's a lot of stories like outside of myself, but I'll tell you one personal story. When, uh, my family started a church, uh, about a decade ago the very beginning, uh, we were meeting in a middle school at the time, and uh, we set out these these A-frame signs. You know, kind of you see them around restaurants and stuff. They're kind of two-sided, corrugated plastic. You, like, set them down. And um, I was I was told, long story short, I was told that I need to put out these signs so people know where to find us on a Sunday morning and, and get to the middle school and put them at certain intersections, okay? And there are other, like, um, road signs and stuff in the same little gravel area kind of where a road teed off. And um, I put this sign out. Well, it disappeared. And another pastor of a different church contacted me and said, hey, we took your signs. We don't appreciate you putting signs on the same road that our church is on. Okay. I never got those signs back. Um, <laughs> it's like, What? Think about, think about that. Okay. Now, like, I don't, the whole thing's crazy, but let, let, okay. Stealing that sign. I know I'm over it. Okay. But it, it, it signifies something deeper. Our, our, our the, the church that we were starting was meeting on the same road, about two miles North of this other church. I did not put the sign on their property. Okay. It was on the same road. And the pastor stole it and never gave it back. Okay. It's like a $200 sign, whatever. But like, and he told me that he took it because we were meeting on the same road as him and his church. Some preach Christ out of envy 
and rivalry. Not out of goodwill, not sincerely, but with selfish motives, selfish ambition. Because there's no place for this attitude within the body of Christ. Can you imagine Jesus Christ having that attitude? It's insane. I mean, we've got to rid ourselves of this nonsense. But I want to tell you, Paul takes it. Where does Paul take it from here? Okay. You would think he's just like, this is disgusting. Like kind of having more of an attitude that I have right now. But I am, I am challenged deeply by the heart posture of Paul, who's literally sitting in prison while people are maligning his name in the name of Jesus. And this is what he says. Okay, verse 18. But what does it matter? (laughs) What? Like, what? Well, it matters, Paul. Like, Paul, dude, this matters, man. That's, it's disgusting. Okay? People clearly don't get the heart of Jesus if they're living with envy and rivalry and selfish ambition and, and, and insincere hearts. Like, what? He says, what does it matter? So, this is how much Paul believed in the power of the gospel and the need that people have for Jesus. Is what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives, which aren't good, or true, Christ is preached. Even these people who have terrible heart postures and bad motives, man, I'm just so glad that Christ is being preached. Like, man, like I struggle, guys, I struggle with that. Please pray for me. I really, really struggle having this attitude. I'm just being honest. Confession. Like I struggle with people who I see have this attitude of envy and rivalry and selfish ambition and, and false motives, motives that are not true and pure and sincere and goodwill from Christ and the gospel, the example of Jesus Christ and his heart posture. Like I, I really struggle with it, but Paul is saying, listen, people need Jesus. And I'm not happy that that this is their attitude, but I just pray that Christ is preached. Maybe Christ will transcend through even their false motives to reach people with the gospel. And then maybe those people will get it better than even the people who taught it to him. But man, he says, like, I rejoice. He says, and because of this, I rejoice. Yes, I will continue to rejoice. Man, man, like, I, I don't know. Maybe this is just for me. I don't know if anybody will listen to this, but I am deeply challenged and I am deeply encouraged by Paul's attitude. He he's not condoning. I do, I really I want you to know like I don't believe he's condoning these people's attitude in any way. I think what he's doing is saying Christ is still elevated and and sovereign over even their false motives. Have you ever have you ever had imperfect motives and God still used you and your efforts for good things? things beyond your, the, the merits of your motives, man, I know he has in my life. Like I'd like to sit here and say, I always have had pure motives in every possible way at every moment in time. I just don't think that's, I just don't think that's true. And like, I need repentance and forgiveness for like any of the envy or rivalry or selfish ambition that I've had in my life or motives. Like we got to look in the mirror here. 
And like, not we should never aim at those motives. But we pray and we rejoice that Christ still uses even our imperfect motives and efforts for the glory of God. Should we stay in those motives? No. Should we should we try to transform into the right and pure and true motives with sincerity and goodwill in the way that we preach Christ? Absolutely. We shouldn't stay in those those mindsets and heart postures. But man, I rejoice that Christ can still use even our imperfect efforts and motives. Um, may his grace be sufficient. And Paul is sitting there in prison while people are maligning his name and trying to tear him down and build themselves up and build a name for themselves. And, and Paul is saying like, may, man, I rejoice. Like, may Christ be preached. What does it matter? Like, as long as Christ is preached, that's what matters. And guys, I, I, need, I need to continue to grow in that. And I pray this is challenging for you. So as we close out this video, I, I, I pray that, that our hearts will will be of goodwill, that our motives will be pure and true and sincere, and that we will preach Christ, that we will preach it with our life and with our words, and that we will do it out of sincere hearts, not out of rivalry or envy or selfishness or jealousy, but that we will do it because we want to make the name of Christ known. May we become lesser may Christ become greater. This is the heart posture I believe that, that Paul is saying we should have. He's showing a contrast. He's not saying these are equal, but he's saying, may Christ's name be glorified. May it be made known. Um, but may we clearly have the heart of Jesus and the spirit of Christ. You read of the, the fruits of the spirit. It's clear the, the heart posture we should have on all things, let alone preaching the name of Jesus. But like, as believers, we should unite on the name of Jesus. Okay, and here in a few verses, not the next episode, but two episodes from now, we'll get to really this unity and this beautiful humility that we should have as believers. It's gorgeous. Like, it's so amazing. It's such such a beautiful thing. So I, 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 I pray that this episode has challenged you and encouraged you to think deeper and look around at the world and see, keep your eyes open to see where you see envy, rivalry going on within Christians and churches. Like, uh, keep your eyes open to it. Make sure you don't participate in that heart posture. Um, but just pray that Christ's name is known. I, I hope you'll join us for the next episode as we get into kind of continuing out of this rejoicing into Paul's attitude and he's in prison and his prayers and just his, his, his mindset on, I'm in prison, I might be facing death. God, what are you going to do with my life? And, and I think it's really clarifying as to how we should view our lives in general. So I hope you'll join us. Hey, make sure that if, if, you're, if you're benefiting from this, make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you you share. If you want to leave a comment, that's great. That helps promote, tells YouTube, like I'm paying attention. If you're on podcast, you're just listening. Listen, we care about you. If you want to email me at betterequippedwithcody at gmail.com, if you have questions or prayer requests or even encouragement, I'll take that as well. Be praying for me and I'll be praying for you. And I'm so grateful for you. And, and I'm praying for Christ to rule over your heart and mind. We'll see you on the next episode. Yeah.